The Liar's Remorse From a letter dated January 23rd, the 21st century. Like I said, I wish she had lit the candle on the bookshelf instead. Lit anything but Betty's old lantern. Why? Why did she have to light Betty's old lantern? Why? For all this time, that lantern hadn't been lit. I reached for another bottle. Is gin fine? Oh, yes, she said. I mixed the drinks. We sat on the sofa and held hands. She sipped her tonic slowly as I stared into her hair. She was pretty, yes. She was young, too. I heard the ice cubes in her glass crack as a gust of air from the vent warmed the room. Each ice cube radiated a golden hue from the glowing flame. The glow coated my white, flimsy skin like tangerine flesh, and a shadow peeled from my skin. She ran her fingers along the creases in my face, smoothing each wrinkle. She was maybe afraid to get beneath this skin. Ah, to get to the core of who I truly was. I don't like to lie. <laughs> it's true. to get beneath my skin. Yes, like Betty. Maybe I didn't want her to get beneath my skin. Ah, how could I blame her? I'm a little crazy, I admit. Ah, but it isn't everyone. Yes. Our shadows flickered on the floor and raced around bookshelves wanting to break free. I pounded the mistakes I'd made with Betty. Pounded them into my sense of regret. How the flame could burn them away. Free them from my presence. I sat in silence, jealous of that flame. How lucky is a fire to never know what damage it does. How lucky is a fire to be innocent and not knowing its mistakes. Ah, I knew there was a fire inside me as I rolled my eyes to her body. Oh, poor Amanda, yes. 
I didn't want her to get too close to me now. I could burn her just like that flame. Oh, yes, I could burn her and not be so innocent. Oh, how about another drink, Amanda? That's what I asked. I remember she shrugged. Her glass was still half full. Tell me what happened, George. I want to know about you and Betty. I knew Amanda was growing very suspicious with me. She was catching on to my ignorance as I strolled back to the liquor cabinet. I put another glass of gin in her hands. She wasted no time lifting the glass to her lips. I sat back on the sofa and clenched my eyelids together. Are those tears, she asked. I nodded. God, George, I'm so sorry. She leaned to my side. It's all right, honey, I'm sorry. She ran her fingers through my hair. This for a brief second. And then her palms pressed into my cheeks. But then a force guided my hands and pushed her away. <sighs> yes, it was the same force that controlled my tongue. <sighs> I would rather not talk about Betty right now. That's what I said to her.